Welcome to The Home Place and Moments for Moms. Today we're not going to take our usual question and answer format because I really want to celebrate moms today. You know, upcoming is Mother's Day, very special day for us moms. It should be thought of every day, of course. Moms should be kept in the spotlight. They should be encouraged every day, but we know we have a special day every year, Mother's Day. And I just really want to encourage each one of us as moms. It's a huge task that we undertake. And sometimes it can be a discouraging task. So today it's about encouragement for moms. And you know, we're all affected by the present pandemic, the Corona COVID-19 situation. And I think that probably it's not really out there quite how much it's affecting moms. But I believe moms are being very much affected because if everybody's now home, you know, if you are a homeschooling mom, your husband worked from home and kind of how our life has been over the years or we traveled together, then life isn't that different if you've been home-centered anyways. But if you've been children at school, maybe you've been at work as a mom, husband's been out at work and now everybody's home, it's gonna be impacting mom in a big way because mom's now doing all the meals and mom's got a lot to do. So I just wanna reach out and say, we feel you, <laughs> we understand. This is a tough time. And you know, on your special day, Mother's Day, chances are that you're not gonna get opportunity to be treated out to some special meal someplace. So if there's any family members listening, I hope you're thinking about what can we do special for moms today because it's not necessarily gonna be the usual quite so easy, able to access things or go places and do things. So anyways, I just really want to reach out and just say, moms, you're doing a phenomenal job and nobody really understands. You know, being a mom is probably one of the most difficult, underappreciated jobs on the planet. And it's one of the least recognized occupations. There's no school that can adequately prepare you for motherhood. And once you start this occupation, there is no end to it until we decease. <laughs> it's, it's there, it's part of our life. We never graduate from this occupation or this school once we're in it. I wanna share with you some, some quotes that have been hugely encouraging to me over my life as a mother, and I think they will be to you too. So the first one comes from the little book, Adventist Home, page 231. It says, the king upon his throne has no higher work than has the mother. She has in her power the molding of her children's characters that they may be fitted for the higher immortal life. So I want to go back to the big first sentence. The king upon his throne has no higher work than has the mother. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Somebody has finally recognized that. That means more than Trump, more than, because I'm British, more than the Queen of England or any other monarch or president or prime minister that you can think of, moms, what you're doing today has, there is no higher work than what you're doing. 
That is quite something, isn't it? Now, I hope that makes you feel a little bit encouraged when you're feeling like this goes on day after day after day. Nobody sees what I do. Nobody knows what I do. What I do doesn't seem to be important. You know, out there in the career world is the big important thing, and I'm just doing the mom thing. And sometimes, you know, people ask, oh, and what is your occupation? Oh, I'm just a mom. That just word, we, need, we just need to throw that word out is what we need to do. The king upon his throne has no higher work than has the mother. She has in her power the molding of her children's characters that they may be fitted for higher immortal life. You see, the work that we do as mothers here on this earth goes beyond here. It's going to last forever when we pour in our hearts into the lives of our young people and mold those characters fit for heaven. So that is why it's such a huge task. But, you know, much of what we do, as I said, is behind the scenes. It's never known. Nobody understands it. It's all part of the falls under the mom job description for the things that we do. And we don't begrudge that as moms. And I, I know that you don't. But nonetheless, it is part of your reality. It does. It is part of the wear and tear of motherhood. You know, many of those little things done behind the scenes, many, as, as your children get older, as ours have and flow in the nest, nobody knows the prayers that are prayed from this mother's heart for her young people, that God will take care of them in every different way, physically, mentally, emotionally, spiritually, every way possible that he would guard their associations and the things they encounter. Those are the kind of earnest prayers. They're not just a once-time prayer. Oh, they're going now, I, I have my one-time prayer. It's earnest prayers multiple times a day. Only heaven knows about that. But that is why there is no more important job than the work that we have as mothers. So I just want to encourage you to, to give you a hug today social distancing this is a hug <laughs> over the web to encourage you to say keep going you're doing a fabulous job and don't be discouraged and give up here is another quote how often will she this is the mother feel her burdens weigh heavier than she can bear can you resonate with that I know you all can, every one of you. And then how precious the privilege of taking it all to her sympathizing savior in prayer. She may lay her burden at his feet and find in his presence a strength that will sustain her and give her cheerfulness, hope, courage, and wisdom in the most trying hours. If mothers would go to Christ more frequently and trust him more fully, their burdens would be easier and they would find rest to their souls. I'm going to go back and take that apart. The first sentence, how often will she feel her burdens weigh heavier than she can bear? I know that you have those days that are like that. When you feel like I can't do this anymore, you're ready to throw in the towel. And as I said to my husband when the children were younger, somebody else would do a better job of this than me. I'm just not the right person to raise these children. Now, I know that if you if you go out of the view window of viewfinder of your family and you think about other people you know, other moms who might say that about their motherhood and raising children, you would say, no, 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 don't be crazy. You're the only person, you're the right person. But then it comes down to you. And all of a sudden, each one of us ends up feeling that way sometimes. And God, God in heaven knows we need to 
come to our precious sympathizing savior in prayer and just say to him god i feel so inadequate i feel so useless i've messed up so many times i've got so many things to undo and put right in what i've been doing in the raising of these children i just feel like let somebody else do it and god says no no you are the one you see nobody's going to love your children like you do nobody's going to love our children like I do. It just is that way. It's a mother's love. It's the, it's the kind of love that it doesn't matter what your child does, you love them anyway. And in fact, if they do, the worse they do, the more we love them somehow out of our pity and our sympathy in our hearts for them. And I know that any one of you moms watching this, if your push came to shove, you would give your life for your child. No question. That's the mother's love that God puts in our hearts. And I don't want guys to feel out, left out on all of this. There's a real role for fathers. And next month we'll talk about that. <laughs> but particularly right now, I want to concentrate on what it is that God gives mothers to do. And so the quote went on to say, she may lay her burden at his feet and find in his presence a strength that will sustain her and give her. And here's the, the four things that we need. Cheerfulness. Do we ever need that as moms? We do. Hope. And we certainly need that. Courage. We really need that. And wisdom in the most trying hours is what the quote said. That is what we need, isn't it? Cheerfulness. No matter what's going on, we need to be cheerful. It can be a cloudy house and a cloudy home, but we can throw sunshine into it by cheerfulness. And we need hope, which gives us the motivation to help us to be cheerful because we are hopeful, always looking ahead for what the future would hold. We need courage <laughs> to deal with the wills and the hearts, whether it's a three-year-old or a 30-year-old. There are times when we need courage in guiding and steering our young people and our little people in the role of a mother. And we need wisdom so that we guide them aright. And all of this we can get by coming to our Savior. And the last part of the quote, if mothers would go to Christ more frequently and trust him more fully, those are more, those are kind of like total things. Go more often, trust him more often. That's what we need to be doing. Their burdens would be easier and they would find rest to their souls. How often do we feel we need rest? Sometimes it's just plain straight up physical rest. We haven't got the sleep we needed and we've been running around like a crazy thing after all these little people in our home and we just need rest. And maybe we don't sleep because they're up in the night and, and, and the list goes on. And how often do we have burdens? Burdens that, you know, when they're little, that we're trying to do the right thing. Are we doing the right thing? And as they get older, are they doing the right thing? Are we steering them in the right direction? And then when you're like I am, when you've got young people clear the other side of the country, we can't get together because of all of this stuff going on anyway with the social distancing, no chance that they could get on an airplane and fly home. So we're FaceTiming and Zoom talking and WhatsApping and all different kinds of things. But do I have a burden for my young people? I definitely do. This is a difficult time for anybody, but your young person out there on their own, it's a tough time. So I need to come to him more frequently, more often, multiple times a day, not once a week, and trust him more fully. And you know, 
it has occurred to me that if my husband were over there, say with Caleb in Maryland, he was there with him, would I feel at peace? Well, his dad is there, he's fine. But you know, God put on my heart one day when I was really struggling with, he's there, he's on his own, I just have this burden as a mom. And God put on my heart to realize that he, our heavenly father, my son's heavenly father is right there, right now even as I'm talking with you. And that was a huge relief to me that I could trust him more fully to know he is there. So I pray to God, he can talk to Caleb. <laughs> even if it's something I can't say maybe. Praise God for that, just to encourage us that we just need to go more frequently to our Savior. He knows what we're going through. He knows what we're dealing with. And I'd like to carry on with the last quote here. This is something that I've been hugely encouraged with over the years and I want to encourage you as we wind up here. It says, when the judgment shall sit and the books shall be opened, this is when everything's done, when the well done of the great judge is pronounced and the crown of immortal glory is placed upon the brow of the victor, many will raise their crowns in sight of the assembled universe. And this always makes me emotional. <laughs> and pointing to their mother say, she made me all that I am through the grace of God. Her instruction, her prayers have been blessed to my eternal salvation. Moms, this is what it's all about. When you've had those really rough days, go to this quote, Child Guidance 564, and realize this is what it's about. And one day, if we are faithful and we stand there and we see all those crowns being raised and our young people, and your young people pointing their finger and their hand to us and saying, it's because of you, mom, that I'm here. It's because of all those prayers you prayed and nobody knew. And suddenly all the sleepless nights and all of the stress and the strain that has gone on over all those years will disappear into nothing because now this is the reward. And so I just want to encourage you as you go through your moments through this next week and, you know, through Mother's Day and beyond, that you would keep this in focus. We need to go to him more frequently and we need to trust in him more fully. And as we do our part, he will do his and our reward will be the most beautiful, eternal, lasting gift that we could ever receive. So want to encourage you as you come up to Mother's Day and as you have this special day, I hope that it will be special for you, whether you have children at home or whether they're far away serving the Lord, whatever your circumstance, know that you are loved, you are precious, you are a gift from God, doing a job that's far more important than any president, king or prime minister could be doing right now, and that is raising your young people. So with that, I want to sign off. God bless you until we see you again and have a beautiful, wonderful Mother's Day.